We should right. just be recording. We've about been recording for like no minutes yet, but we've been talking for like 15 minutes and we decided we should have been recording all this shit. So, actually, dirty well, 30 minutes, no problem. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Clay Boogie Podcast. Clay Boogie Podcast number four. In volume four. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. So. All right, continuing on the same conversation we were having. We're talking about Roman concrete and how it was actually made. And someone just cracked the code. K-Boogie happens to be in this business for a long time. I dispute that they cracked the code. They're pretty close to cracking the code. but cracking the... They know how to recreate that concrete, but the cost of recreating that concrete is exponentially more expensive than producing the concrete we already produce, which... Given advances in technology, well, and so it's getting is better and better. Where our year. argument, and we kind of butt heads, even though we're not butting heads because we're agreeing on everything. Oh, I agree. The thing is, is that, um, you know, I, I get like, not like biochemists, but I have like a hobby, like a side hobby in it. And so I, I think about this shit too. So it's, it's very intriguing to me as well. And so what they basically say is like, all the concrete we put together in buildings will crack apart and break apart before the old shit. And they say that because there's stuff that's like thousands of years old that exists. Well, the Roman concrete. Uh, Colosseum and all So that. in the further deeper explanation of Roman concrete to the layman listening. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the burp. Mm-hmm. It had a specific okay. ash and lye mixture that when it. Later on in its life, when voids were created by corrosion and we're talking, they would weathering put, and expansion and contraction. What I have found out they that put, specific design would grow calcium at a, a much more consistent and faster rate than normal concrete, and it would fill those correct. voids and fill become voids. actually stronger yeah. over time. It actually becomes a calcium. So it becomes a big tooth. I had explained to him before is that there is. <coughs> small pebbles that they would put inside of their concrete that would eventually dilapidate and turn into dust but that dust would turn into lime and so there would be pockets in the concrete and so when the rain and the water would hit it it would it would reheal itself it would basically it was a roman concrete like so they they were making it out of um more um, archaic oh i see what you're saying ingredients however it was in a way better in a sense. They're trying to imitate the process. Yeah, when it would dilapidate and break down and we get holes well, in the concrete. Dilapidate would, the isn't a good word <laughs> because it doesn't dilapidate means structurally getting worse, but it'd be structurally getting better as it corrodes. Correct. Correct. As the pockets and yeah. everything. It's self healing concrete basically. Essentially. Because of the ingredients that but they I was also explaining to Clay right before that that they didn't have this new shit called <sighs> Carbon bar and carbon yes, we were mesh that is made out of carbon fiber, no steel, Which and is does not way better than it a rebar. does not corrode ever, and it has the same expansion and contraction as it's concrete. Like a carbon fiber netting, which that is you can why, by the way, and give it just so strain. you know, you've always wondered maybe why they don't put aluminum or different different materials in concrete than steel. The reason they put steel and concrete together is because they expand and contract at nearly the same rate. It's not the same rate. It's almost like a thermal coefficient. They're very close to the same thermal coefficient as far as the way they expand and contract. So they work well together in structural engineering. But carbon bar also does that, and it does not corrode with moisture. It does not corrode at all. It does not oxidize. 
So now your structure turns from a 10-year structure till it's corroding to 40 or 50 years until the weather is actually corroding. So it. we're st as long as we're still on this stage of concrete, and we will get on another subject. However, another thing we talked about is like when my dad was teaching me how to pour concrete and we were putting wooden posts inside of concrete, we'd always wrap tar paper around them, at least above a certain water edge to where, because the concrete will absorb moisture. So that's the whole point of the self-healing concrete. Even deeper than that, when concrete is touching wood, it's more about the pH of the two different materials. Correct. Because concrete and wood, they're going to constantly exchange water. Rainwater, in general, has an acidic pH. Yes. On top of an acidic product. You're gonna have a, you're gonna, acidic in Washington. Really, and then in between the wood and concrete. So if there's no barrier there, it will, the it will corrode the wood. Correct. It will. There's no like maybe this no. will be okay. It's a matter of time. With, it could be within it. like in that specific location. It could take four years before it's corroding that piece of so wood. So you can't just put your wood and post straight into concrete and expect just, you that, need a barrier. Like, in you need years, you need a pH barrier more than anything. Yes. Which is like plastic, anything tar paper. Use, anything you they use, make yeah. a nice sticky wrap that I like to use. They use it for roofing. What's that called? Do you remember? I do not. It's uh -huh. like. Dude, that cool shit they're using right now with the but windows it's a and doors roofing. is called Vicor. It's actually, it's it, Vicor sounds about like, right? And it's, it's like a sticky It's tar sticky, tape. it's tar paper. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's probably like Vicor shit. The Vicor that shit goes sounds hard. like the name, actually. Yeah. So. It saves so much time. And that's the cool thing. It's and like you can get being a little, in construction. little is, piece of Vicor. It's like, put it yeah. around a, a post and then you know. But you can also use so, and you tar were paper saying, or any you other were kind saying, though, that the, the top part needs to be done like that. And that's not true. The whole entire, every piece of the wood that's going to possibly contact the concrete. Well, that's why you're speaking for me on this. I, should, I only know what I'm I know correcting. from you guys. You know? That's where I'm correcting. Like, yeah. If you got a post going through your slab, the entire bit of that post, every bit of that post that's going to touch concrete should have a barrier in between it, between the concrete and it. Hey man, so just to get off the subject, even though I, this is rap. fucking interesting to me, but um, no, have you ever else. rode a horse, fire? Once, once, and with I like never, a saddle and, and rings and shit. Saved a cowboy. Have you ever jumped on a horse that was cool enough you just jump on his back, nah, like bareback, and grab on his up. mane and shit? Here's what's up. I had this little girlfriend when I was younger. Okay, one of the locals. All right, we won't mention names. We'll okay, do well we don't. Everybody who knows me probably could put all this together, but no, I'm sure. She oh, had horses. The way back time machine. Her family is pretty big around here. Nice yeah, people. Well, yeah. And she's like, oh, one day we were over there and she's like, oh, I'm going to ride the horse now. You're a teenager. Ride the horse, like boogie. 13, 12, 13. So you felt like you had to. Yeah, I got you were like, the horse and it seemed yeah. like a pussy. Yeah. So I got up on the horse and found out within about two gallops that A, I don't want to ride horses. <laughs> yeah. B, <laughs> not, I'm not hurt. good at riding horses. <laughs> and C, get me the fuck off this horse. Yeah, I got you. I, like, I'm I, not horse people. I do want to let you know. And that's one of the few bits of advice my dad ever gave me when I was young all the way through my life. So He looked me deep in my man, eyes. As, a, as an adult to a boy, he looked me deep in my eyes. And he said, son, look at me. <laughs> he said, son, look at me. <laughs> don't ride them. He said, "Look at me, never buy a horse." And this is all. Expensive, and th no, okay, this this like, is all from a horror story that I, I'm going to tell. I, I, I want to get in on this because it's like he I want to tell horse. you. I want to tell you horses. 
Here's a little secret piece of wisdom I know. The people you hang out with that have a bunch of horses and you guys all go riding horses, you can tell how much they like you depending on which horse they give, they you. give you to ride. That's true. Because <laughs> like the real homies give you the fucking most peaceful horse they got. Jeep. They'll be like, hey, this dude don't know how to ride. I'm going to give them the most They don't like horse. you. They're giving you buckwild. Or they might just want to see what you got. Like they want to see if you're a cowboy. They're no, like, I'm going to give this dude a crazy ass I got horse. nothing against horse people. <laughs> Yeah. People that are into the, the you know I'm into mules, man. My dad are into it. I got nothing against it, but my like as a child being told that and then I hear the story. And anyone who met my dad knew he had a big old scar on one nostril. One nostril looked funky. You might not have knew it was a scar. It was no, a scar. I got fucked off and kicked in the face by it a horse. It was a scar. Why so, think my nose so crooked? Listen, dude. He had a horse with his previous wife. They had horses. And the one of them was a mare. It was pregnant. And yeah, she called him one day, freaking out because the mare was rolling back and forth, rolling over, on their on their back. It's not good for horses, apparently. And the, like, if they're pregnant, they kill them. They kill the horse and the baby. When a horse is pregnant, Jesus. but when a horse is pregnant, on top of that, it's like okay. there's value involved. Horses are worth money. Okay, You're about leave. to have a whole new horse for free. I'm just saying. Even so, when... dad rushes home. Okay. Save the horse. Everyone who knows horses knows when they get into that. It's like called a death roll or something. You don't fuck with the yeah, horse. You don't want to get rolled over. You ain't whatever. stopping them. <coughs> That's actually the worst situation. But if anyone there. knows my dad out there, they know that <laughs> you ain't telling him he can't do nothing. So he runs home trying to save what's going on. And then he's trying to stop the horse from rolling around. And the horse gives him a big old how do you can Dude, you know to I'm the saying. face. Like right there, no. bro. Player right in the. I'm not even trying to be Shay LaBeouf, bro. I ain't trying to jump. He I tells me. No bro, he tells me the horse kicked him and it launched him into the air. At least 35, 40 feet. I'll say, like, even like Rosie, like, so even. And the he mules, woke up from that and was like, fucking kill the horse. Say, <laughs> even the mules, I say, oh, the mules look cool, cooler, but if we put you on Rosie, she would reach over while you're riding her and bite you in the fucking leg and take a chunk out, right? I remember Caleb Hooper's horse. Was but a Junior, like, like, just his genetics, like, his mind state and shit, like, you couldn't shake Junior, like, you could throw a boulder at that player. and he... See, you're more horse people than I am, because if you remember their names, I don't, I don't remember horses' names. I know they all got names. Oh, I right? got memories with every and single one like of those animals. I'm not, like, a horsist. Or whatever, yeah. right? Like I know they got names. <laughs> yeah, horses. I feel like I feel like horses are like pretty intelligent, close to Don't people. Talk to you know horses. what I mean? Like they're up in the dolphin range of intelligence. <laughs> they're pretty fucking smart. No, I actually most of them are. Okay, so most of them you are. feel it me? It does though. depend on genetics. It's like it's so trippy. That's it's just fine. Like, people. like I know people that are not as intelligent it's like you as can most breed dolphins. A smart That's okay. Horse with a smart horse and breed a stupid horse bro I'm for sure fine. smart people have dumb kids every day fucking mind-blowing darwin knows. <laughs> it's fucking mind-blowing or stupid people can have smart kids which is even more mind-blowing well it's the like, real how rea- is your child so much smarter the dude? real reality of it is like fucking a certain amount of your genetics is your genetics but the environment Correct. and the education you have no genetics you- are everything they're everything no they're not they're not because they are, dude. I, so they here, are, here's dude. an example of like they are, but they aren't because okay. a lot of a lot of what you example. what you become as a person is learned behavior. Sure, that's a also lot true. of I'm it, not, bro. I'm because not, like I'm not discounting that because me I and, have a lot of it. me and my dad, right? 
zero genetic transference, right? He raised me my whole life. No, but I'm talking genetics. Like, I'm talking like, I'm telling you, how come when listen, I was playing ball, I was really good at ball, I'm but just one guy could just jump over all of us and dunk bro, in our faces Well, there's genetics or genetic, like gifts or gifts. <laughs> genetics. Gifts or so. gifts, but I'm saying the way you be, how you become as a person is more involved than just your genetics. Well, that's the same it's thing. Like, so when they say here, about like here's, a facial expression, they're the same thing. It's like the people you're around are the people you're around, and, and so they are your people. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if you're my dad and me had now, no genetic transference, right? But yeah, I laugh like he used to laugh. I, I've been doing it since I was very young. Because when I was growing up, I mean, he's been my dad since I was a year old. When I was growing up, that's how my body learned hey, to man, laugh. You're, like you're you such know what a good mean? guy, like, bro. And the only way I can like, like you more is if you're more like that guy. But you guys are just like each other. You, you know, you, like you feel and, me. And he was like my best yeah, friend. But yeah. that's that's what you taught your just all your morals, example. ethics. I like, didn't realize I laughed like him until much later in life. You laugh exactly like him, <laughs> and it's a learned behavior. I didn't realize it until he died. See, you know, and it's like if you're getting me drunk enough, I start laughing about something. I will quickly, while I'm laughing about it, start talking about it during the laugh. Like, hook like the, the fucking guy. Blah, blah, blah. It's like a jolly Santa Claus laugh. Yeah, it is. It's a good dude. laugh. It's you great. Know? But it comes it's from my dad. I know it does. You watch someone Fuck, I miss that your guy. whole life. You learn from the people you admire. Sure. Your whole life. And when they say that. that you, you model yourself after them. And you don't. That's what I'm saying about genetics and environment. Like Kids. kids some of it is genetics. A lot of it is environment. Like children, they don't listen to your words as much as they mimic what you do. For real. 100%. Your actions. <laughs> you know, I've, I've talked to people about that in the last four years. I was like, why are you doing this about, you know, my previous relationship with my kid? And it's like, the main reason, I'm the example. I'm. She's going to marry someone she, eventually, she's going to marry someone she's, Weighing against me, you know, your kid's super cool. You know what I'm feeling, though. Like, as a dad out there, anyone who's a dad to a daughter out there realizes that in the future, the person they eventually get with and they marry and they fall hopefully fall in love with for the rest of their life, hopefully, yeah, they're weighing them against you and who you were and how you performed as their dad their whole life, not just the last five years. That's the whole thing. But the thing is if you if you project to be a strong, good father and a strong male in her life, then she'll be more attracted to something like that as opposed to It isn't just a projection. That's my point. Yeah, it's not just a projection. It's, it's a not, reality. You can't just project. No, you can't just project. You have to make those actions that she can then analyze when she's an adult. And say, this is actually, when I think about it, this is how my dad was, this is where his actions, and this is what it proves to me as an adult. When you can, when you can, I mean, everybody's done that with their parents, where they sit down and kind of examine their parents' sure. actions sure. as an adult, and they're going to do that. Your kids are going to do that, and and you got to remember that. every Everything you're doing with them, you have to remember, they're going to analyze that later and, and kind of weigh it against what they know as an adult. Well, and um, you know it's rough, but it's true. everyone was pretty good about that with me. And the thing is, is that um, it's one of the most the things I was most proud about is the you know, things we're fucking separating and stuff. Um, everyone had in their clear mind that um, 
to is the most important thing in our lives. For real, yeah. You know, I've I've said it. That's huge, man. You know, I've said it a lot lately too. Like me and her ex, my ex, her mom, we get along way better, not married than we ever did. Of course. And, and you both still know that. And it shows key. with the kid. The kid's doing great, you know. Like Anybody out there who's dealing with that, lots of people are. I have a Just big amount keep of respect the kid, for that kind of shit. Keep the you know? kid in mind all the time. That's what matters. You guys' little petty shit isn't really what matters to the kid. Yeah, and I, and I love that girl, and we don't want to get to keep talking about it, but yeah. You know. Yeah, here's she's, to you. She's fucking amazing. This podcast is brought to you by your kids. Give them yeah. a hug and a kiss. And... Anyway, so I don't know if you guys are rolling into work today or you're just laying in bed or if you haven't woke up yet and my annoying voice just shocked you awake. Either way, you should probably drink some water, have some good food, enjoy your day. Hopefully the sun does open up over this uh, gray cast, you know, like silver lining, shade of gray. The weather's going to suck, bro. That's kind of a given. You know, it's, it's going to push up and it's going to catch on fire, you know? Like, and that's fine too. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's he, different now. He said it's going to push up and catch on fire. And if I, I've I'm only saying. laughed because reality is a motherfucker <laughs> and every single year. It's like, it's only all of a sudden it's, it's true, hot. Dude. All of a sudden year, no. everything's on fire. Don't blame it that the Californians moved up here or to Texas. They Why you stay in San Francisco? Californians. Where is too expensive. Hey, stop. Stop. I like that. Californians brought the fire. It's their fault. Well, Oakland's cool. Fuck San Francisco, though, player. Californians are burning everything down. <laughs> this is this, this coming from a guy who it's moved here from Barstow. They their shit. How about that? They mismanaged their shit. They bro. did, but I'm not great at managing shit either, so I'm not going to point fingers. No, that's, a, that's a good point. I would never want to be in a position where... I'm barely like, good at hey, managing myself. Fault, oh, you mismanaged this shit. I mean, everybody who knows me knows I'm not great at but managing I'll still be things. sitting down on the couch taking a couple bong hits having the answers for shit, <laughs> and no one wants to listen to Clizzo. They're like, what do you know, dude? Yeah. I can Sunday morning quarterback... A bear of I can Sunday morning quarterback anything, bro. <laughs> You just you give me, That's give what me, I'm saying. Like, if give you, me five minutes and no. If I need someone to throw a fucking football, I hand it to you. No, or I'm, basketball, I'm, I pass it to you. No, bro. I'm saying like, Sunday morning dunking. quarterbacks an analogy for like after everything's said and done. Double entendre. Be a, it. Being yeah. like, oh, this is how you, obviously this is how you should have done it, root to do to do. But you, in the moment, it's like you being like, Tom Brady should have fucking tucked it and ran. The it's best fucking to- Tom Brady... Playing football, you just back off. The right? best way to teach anybody anything is to point out what they're doing right, and That's then true. nicely tell them how to do it right. Or explain them a better way. Yeah, you did, you're not saying oh nothing wrong, dude. Like wrong is never. Ending, so. I liked I liked how I, when I was teaching cats, hmm? I would say like actual cats or like people, not people. Okay, but I would say that was how I would say it. <laughs> I would say that was a little Norm Macdonald throwback. That's how I'd say. Oh, so, this this uh, podcast brought you Norm Macdonald. Yeah, real player in the game. Anyways, keep going. So I, I would say like I like I like where your head's at. I like how you're doing this, but here's a better way to do it. Here's how I usually do it, and this is why. And ninety nine percent of the time they'll be like, "Oh, that's awesome. Thank you." You know what I mean? Every now and then you get a guy who's like, oh, fuck that. This is my way. 
That's fine. If you're a fucking real carpenter out there and you're like, this is my way, fucking A. But usually hey. it was someone trying to learn carpentry. There's, there's a difference. Only been once or twice and only certain things that I did have a mastery of that people asked me to teach them. Beaten off. And which was easy. <laughs> I don't have a mastery yet. I don't no, think I'm doing it right. You master. I'm not doing it right. doesn't feel as good. <laughs> <laughs> Gets worse with age. <laughs> Bullshit, I get tendonitis. You know, like, I mean, basically, you could tell somebody one thing or another, but there's a certain point to it where you don't want to, like, speak Mm -hmm. from a point of authority and be like, oh, well, I know everything, so this is why I should say this. On top of that is, like, eventually they're going to find their own way, and some people like that more than being told, this is the way. Some people, like... This is to show him, like, this is where we're, what we're trying to achieve. It's like one time I was trying to debate K Boogie, and he was like, Oh, no, you can't debate me. I'm the master debater. <laughs> I left out the DE. And I was like, oh, Yeah. Yeah. We can right. always debate. Debate. We what are we going to debate? debate? We can argue. We can debate. We can bring you know, up, like, a subject or something. We can do whatever. I still haven't gotten no fucking emails from no one. And this is your chance. If you want, you guys are too new for emails. You're chance. not old school like emails. Here's your You're chance. Like some other I'm going to throw them out there. It's like Amariah and Teddy. If you want us to talk about anything, oh, those are my. Throw G's me out. an email on the email. Please do. That's on the podcast. Give us a suggestion. Amariah and Teddy, come on our podcast. Any and subject, get yeah. up on here. Come on the podcast. I don't up. know if Teddy would be able to talk too much because he laughs. A lot. But that's me and you were talking, he laughs a lot, and I love it. contagious. I love it. I love Ted. Yes, we do. We love Teddy. Teddy got a motor that never quit. (laughs) You mean his mouth? No. No, not his mouth. He doesn't talk a lot. I'm saying physically, bro. I've played sports with that kid. I love love that guy. He's made... He has a new... And I've told him... He's awesome. I've told everyone, the fucking kid has a nuclear engine. That's why he's a very valuable tradesman. The kid can have like a ham sandwich all day and just be jumping off the walls if that's what's demanded of him. Well, shit, they're setting chokers when they're five. What do you expect? I don't know if he's setting chokers, <laughs> but I'm playing. I was playing basketball with him. And he just kept bouncing, boing, <laughs> boing, boing. He might miss four in a row, but he'd bounce right back up there and grab it. It's hard to stop. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, it's but a, they used to live in George Nick's balls, man. He's on some <laughs> turning something. Man. He's on some Dennis Rodman shit when we were kids, and then. You know, he just not didn't turn out six ten like Dennis Rodman. I know. I thought he was gonna be super tall. I mean, he's lanky, just not super tall. I was not surprised. I mean, I still respect him. I'm not super tall either. I'm actually people. shrinking. Shout out to the Nick family. Shout out to the Knicks and or, to Dellinger's. Word yeah, up, Dellinger's Knicks. O'Connor's. O'Connor's. Uh, nice to hear from you. Nice to see you. Thanks for listening. Also, shout out to the Mick Adams. Hey, word. Shout out to the Olsons. Not the twins, bro. <laughs> Not the twins, motherfucker. We talking well, about McAdam twins. Olsen boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they gave me the singular. right to take the McAdam name, but I was like, I don't want to fucking dirty it up. Olsen's <laughs> so, yeah. Olsen's Irish. That's what I, That's Swedish. So we were talking about earlier. It's like, Swedish, I met I met some of Clay's people back in the day. Norwegian. We were, that's some of the things we were bullshitting about when we should have been recording. The Irish name is Lionel. I met some of his people back in the day, and he, he was trying to explain to them how we relate. Because, you know, some people are, they keep a tight group, let's say. 
And then it was like, oh, no, he just said, uh, this is my cousin, right? And it was like, okay, Irish names. <laughs> to this group of people, it all added up. To the one homeboy, he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, I get it. All right, all right, blah, blah, blah. Bet. Well, I get about it all. So, I used so to like, be like, I got him. Ten years, so, like, ten years pass, two weeks later, two weeks ago or whatever, he's talking to the same cat. Like, oh, how's your cousin doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. He was, too. He just oh, me which cousin? Like, hey, which cousin? Uh, which Kevin. Cousins? They're like, Kevin. I was like, oh, yeah. He's doing good. So, family is. I got to take a little... Tinkle break. They're a uh, um, time for Clay to get a off. Real fan, you just never call him Tinkle. It's Clay's mic. mic for a minute. Say it like a piss or something tougher, bro. <laughs> say it tougher. <laughs> say it with your chest. Anyhow, it's uh. Say it with your chest. Nice to be on this podcast again. We're at 24 minutes. You know, like I don't know if you guys like get McDonald's and shit in the morning. You probably shouldn't. And the coffee is a little hot. But there was that one guy that um, did spill it on himself. This is many years ago. I think he got like four mil back then. That was a lot of money back in the Dizzy. But he did kind of scorch himself almost to death. Like he burned his balls off and stuff. So be careful about going to those um, those kind of spaces, you know, and saying, man, please have a... Like the other day I went to the Burger King and I got these chicken fries and look, they were like dead. Like they were mummified. Like it's just like they got them from ancient Egypt. <laughs> Anyhow, oh man, this weed is working. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. So I'm gonna look something up real quick. I've been thinking about putting it on the old podcast, but okay. I'm Put trying to make. I'm trying to make sure my facts fucking... are right. So there's a there's a national hotline. Okay. For mental health. Okay. Put, it's, post it's, it. It's like nine one one. What's the number? And that's what I'm looking at right now. Is the mental? It's it's the one one number. One Hold one. On. I think it's eight one one. Make sure before you tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Sorry if you're having a mental breakdown right now. It's gonna <laughs> no. be a minute. No, <laughs> yeah, just it. bear with us. <laughs> just bear with us. That's what mental health is like. Thankfully, all I have is Google at my just nine eight eight. So nine eight eight. Nine eight eight is is the hotline for mental for health. for mental health. health. And I mean specifically, they mention suicide, but I mean usually that sure is anything. yeah. If you're not suicidal, if you're homicidal. That's they're both in the same realm, but anybody you know is dealing with that. You just let them know. Nine eight eight is the new nine one one. So nationally for like any sort of because we all know mental health is like a serious issue in the fucking whole country. It's an right unaddressed now. issue. Is it's well, being addressed, but not not adamantly. However, I will also you say know? this just to give everyone a heads up. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm crazy as fuck, and one time, you know, I called confirmed. Some, <laughs> I called some people, and I was like, "Yo, someone's gotta come and get me, Claire." And like, they did, which is cool. They were like, "Hey, you know, this is a hundred percent, like consensual. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're we're not gonna bring you in this motherfucker unless you agree to sign it. on this line. You sign all the papers and shit. And you're like, yeah, like put me in a place. Oh, you told right? me about this. <laughs> but then you get in there and they fucking lock all the doors. You need a key card to get out and shit. And like, 
you're in like a little cell, bro. It's just like a prison, and your homies come and try to bring you shit, and come and try to see you. No, you just won't put let him in, bro. And you, you can just, see him fucking. <laughs> you just put yourself in prison, dude. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh yeah, okay. You know, you said I could get out, whatever I want. I want out. And no, like, you got to convince them. They're like, nah, dog. Like, oh, you got to see the doctor first. Yeah, you gotta they got to give you some fucking straight, drugs. Dude. And like, I'm like, yo, bro, just let me out. My homie can't yeah. pick me up. Like, yeah, you know great. though, you know though. On that However, note, on that note, it's like, always call if you need help. Yeah, bro. I was like, if that's the alternative, like you might have killed yourself or you end up in a fucked up situation for a day or two. It saved my life, really. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it saved my life, dude. Honestly, they helped know. me. I'm just saying, um, don't I do let re- them keep you too long. I do Get remember, I do remember you know us talking about it later and <laughs> being like, bro. these motherfuckers had oh, me locked bro. down, dude. And I was trying to <laughs> get help. And then once part, I was like, chilled out, you, you, were, you were like, me enough, bro, bro you, were, you were like, once I was coming, and I know you, I've seen you on... On tilt, <laughs> on full tilt. Yeah, I was. Mad and then mad. I've seen you, a couple maybe an hour or two later, chill. Right, I know you can go from full tilt to chill within really a few hours. Yeah, like it doesn't. It ain't super quick, but within a few hours, yeah, enough, right? Yeah. Like it just takes time. You're Irish. Yeah, let me breathe a minute. So I know when you're Goose telling Rama. me the story is like. All right, at a moment, you weren't around, blah, 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 whoop de whoop I had to call these people, end up in this padded room. Oh, bro. <laughs> and, There's nothing. And in now there. I'm chill. You're like, and now I'm chill. Like, I'm here, but I'm chill now, and I want out. <laughs> you was like, Dude, motherfucker, they, they would not let me out. I had to do Warshak tests and fucking Warshak no tests. Food, and it was, it was legit designed exactly like a prison. And you can go and you can sit and watch movies with these other crazy people. It's like, I'm not even crazy. I just say crazy shit to crazy people <laughs> so they can relate to me better. Bro, like, I'm like, <laughs> I can just clap for that <laughs> comment there. No, clap. serious. So, yeah, no, it was cool for a day or two. And yeah. I was like, yo, bro, yeah. I need out. They did let you out, though. When, yeah, but when I see my homie rolling no, like he's no. coming to get me, and they, they fucking sent him away, I was like, no. You started panicking. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. Panic mode, paranoia, escape. Mm-hmm. It was like a little, they have like, anyhow. Yeah, so. But do call someone so you don't this just This is like, all a funny story, and because now it's over, and we can laugh about it and make jokes. But, like I was saying, <laughs> Like I was saying, the <laughs> alternative kind of to like suicidal <laughs> or in a fucked up situation for a day or two, like if you're in in a fucked up situation for a day or two, is the better move. So if so you are having a mental health yep. crisis, nine eight eight. I'm gonna post it on this episode's little info. Nine eight eight mental health awareness. Nice. I don't care what month it is. We don't gotta have a month. We're gonna just think of shit and support it. Because that's what it should be. You shouldn't have to have the government be like, it's this awareness month. You should just remember shit needs to be thought about, talked about, spoke about, you know, brought up yeah. into the culture. Once it's in the culture, it's in the culture. We don't have to think about it as much. And if you're thinking some shit like that, you got to check yourself, man, and question it's yourself. Like, you it's know, like racism, man. Like, uh, I mean, we grew up with not much racism, and we all got to realize we had racist jokes when we were kids. We grew up in the 90s. Their racist jokes definitely offended some people. 
I don't know what you're talking about. They're right? racist jokes. But in my life. at the same time, like when you're telling racist jokes, like especially between like white culture to white culture, and I know black culture to black culture, it's the same of like Polacks telling jokes about <laughs> Italians and shit. Like it's all fun, dude. I said Polak. I said Polak. Okay. I got okay. Polish in me. How did you go from suicide I got, to Polak selling racist jokes about Italians? Because oh it's the Clay Boogie Podcast, bro. This is how we go from that to that. We're over the serious shit. We done touched it. We're no, I would, I would love to go to the fucking I'm just saying, Polak Italian people, joke. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're on, dude. Like, <laughs> like, people yo, need bro, to bro, stop bro, taking see, it so serious. See, I really want to go to that midget wrestling shit. Dude, I'm on to it. Let's, Let's do it. Find out where it's at and go we to it. We should do a live podcast. Bro, because I'm trying to find like funner shit to do. <laughs> the shit I've been doing, and that shit will be funner than what I've been. It's doing. a little turned up for the podcast. <laughs> it is like it's a little it up. bit. Couple I'll put my sunglasses on just let everyone else turn up. Like I just need to be somewhere where people were way more turned up than Dude, me, and I'll be fine. I'll tell you what, though, in. Clay, we're turning up everyone's drive to work right now. Turn it up. Let me I see that light. Drive to work is going. Turning good. me up more. We're already at. Put 30. your seatbelt on getting, and don't crash we're down getting, the hill. Bonus minutes on here because everybody. Bonus. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but we've been giving you thirty-minute episodes. But the real goal in mind originally was like hour long. Yeah, but you know how hard it is to talk just for a fucking hour long. Well, you know? if we got a little bit we of. We don't edit none of this shit. Either. I know we don't edit nothing because we don't. We ain't with that. But we go in raw. My point is, is, like, if I got a little extra toxins in me, and some time, like I ain't got to get up for nothing tomorrow. Dude, it's just so funny. So we can put in a little extra howdy doody on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, howdy doody means whatever you want it to mean. I don't care. Okay, so <clears throat> we need to have some competitions on this podcast. Let's do. A- so we have some guests, and we'll have prizes, right? Let's do. A First one's gonna be right biggest now. bong hit. Who can take the biggest bong hit? Well, you gotta email us point. if you think you can take the biggest bong hit. Holler at a player. I want to hear. We don't need to necessarily. You don't got to email us like the video. Email us like. Who can sing Whitney Houston? I will Email us you. like this bong hit was this many grams. <laughs> or whatever point, whatever grams. <laughs> and, so it, and, it, and I fully choked it down. And be honest, we're going to go on the honor system because there's only about 16 of you players out there listening. Maybe four of you smoke some weed. I don't even know. Honestly, like, Clay, the funniest part about our listenership. Listenership. I like that. Is, like, me and you are, like, their Cheech and Chong in that I don't know how many of them actually smoke weed. Dude, I'm at least higher than Cheech and Chong combined right now. No, like, we're there. We're concrete Cheech and Chong for sure. I can get even higher than that. But I'm saying... But those guys are... A lot of the people that listen to us like the people that watch their movies. We're actually stoners. You can keep on knocking, but you can't come in. I love that. I love that. Dave's not Mexican Americans <laughs> don't just like oh. don't like to get up early, <laughs> but, but we do it anyway. To feed our nanas and our ninas and our teachers. I think we got the words wrong. Anyways, though. no, those are the words to that verse. I know it. I love that fucking verse. Mexican American. Um, actually. Shout out to Cheech and Chow. Shout out to Cheech. If you're Man. listening, you know what I'm saying, Chow? I, like I know you got I fucked like, up in so, the bomb game a minute. Had to go up in the piggy 
Pelican Bay or <laughs> wherever Chong, Chong got Sorry, dog. wrapped up in a That's loophole. He got wrapped up in a loophole. Because he was always just chilling. He was just a fucking I like how Cheech did it. Cheech ended ripped. up on like Law and Order. Cheech as well. Yeah. He ended up on Law and Order with a long, solid it's career. Like, fuck this. I'm going to become a cop before yeah, I get locked cool. up for a They let me bombs. smoke weed if I quit talking about it. They did, too. They were like, you smoke all the weed you want. Let's quit talking about it. Don't act like I didn't. I used to fucking get hella stoned to watch those movies, bro. But Listen for real, those though, records. I used to roll up. We used to roll up. This. The actual record joint, bro. That was like This podcast is brought to you by fat-ass joints. Fat-ass And we're not joints. talking about, like, that's a decent-sized joint. We're talking about that is a crazy-sized joint you just handed me, for. When or not. How do I smoke this? This podcast is brought to you by ridiculous sized joints. Whether or not you're drinking coffee or you're rolling joints in the morning, however you get by in the morning, Do get through your drive to Do work both, or to yeah. wherever you are going, perhaps. Do them both because we mentioned. Your dog groomed. We mentioned before your boss is an asshole. It really doesn't matter. And you might want to punch him in the face. So you, you're going to need the joint and the coffee, bro. So the joint is to just make you not want to punch. And the coffee is to make it to where no one knows you're on a joint. We label our shit like explicit lyrics, so like... Yeah, no, you don't you can't really... I, I don't think don't you can sue us for punching our boss? Or can I? No, they, okay. you can't sue us for nothing. Yeah, so your own actions, you, you have to be sue accountable us for, nothing. for yourself and like you know, what you do, but... 30 listeners and no one's suing us, dude. Or maybe you love your boss and you just want to get... No one's me to us or suing us, dude. Not at all. I mean, look at your hair, Clay. No one's me too, and you. You should sue me for my hair. I'm about to. Fucking it. It's offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. I should grow the fucking army uh, stash. I love the See, and that's where you get... I think one of the things people like about the podcast is that you are my tightest homie. One of my tightest homies. Because I can't... You can't ever say, like, this... Hey, homie. we're family, bro. But you know what I'm saying. We're just talking you know about blood and people like that. It's like, you can't say one homie's the tightest. But right. I'm saying, one of my OG homies. Hey, like I look, can break your fucking balls. Look, there's on a level that I can't break most people's balls, and you just look at me like fuck you, player. Yeah, there's look, not. It's you don't look at me like what? There's you know a, that look of what when someone says something that you're like <laughs> what? Right? Like I now we got beef. Let me tell you. I've some said things. some fucked up shit to you. You've never looked at me like what? I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> But I'm also going to tell you nothing at all. So, mm. this guy over here. Let's hear it. Um, you know, I know this guy for a long time. We did a lot of things. Never. Allegedly. And, yeah, it's not a, absolutely never Allegedly. But I will say this. I could say this um, um, faithfully that uh, dude helped me out a lot of times when I really needed it. And that's um, all we need to talk about. Nah, don't be gay. I sound so gay, huh? So gay. Fuck this guy. Fucking guy's gay. Yeah, he came over here from New Jersey <laughs> on a freight train. He's my boy. That's all that needs to be Had said. a brain injury. Fell off the train. I know. You made it sound like I sucked your cock. I cleaned him up and then he... <laughs> he said he was a no big adversary. Anyone's cock uh, here. Poor guy, Irish. poor guy had a brain injury. He's talking to a Scottish accent. I just rolled with it. <laughs> <laughs> injury is an injury. You gotta suck it up. <laughs> Fucking shitty ass pipe. 
No, but you know, as much this as I I bitch about the weather in the areas, like I I couldn't have better friends here than anywhere else. Word. And trust me, I I can tell you that entirely honestly because I've uh, been lots of places. Dude, this podcast is brought to you by Chances and Choices. Chances and Choices. You've made them. You've had them. They're in front of you. They're behind you. You're in the middle of it. Suck it up and realize you had a fucking major hand in where everything is yeah. right now in your own life. And fucking Here's to life that start you making chose. moves in the direction you want to go. If you're already doing that, fucking A, pound it. Keep if her you up. If you do not like where if you're not, at. Fucking start making the steps to go the right way. Change it. That's the only thing that's going to change it is yourself. It's like being happy. You know what I mean? No one, no one's gonna make you happy when you wake up in the day. You gotta decide today I'm gonna be happy. If you wake up feeling not happy, try to realize. Okay, so some there point is a limit. Day, though, I'm saying like, try if, to realize at some point in your shitty day that you're impacting that. And that is true. You could say, hey, you know what? You this, wake up. This thing you're gonna going have great. Shit. You know what? I need I'm to make it better. Good ass day. I'm gonna make you it better. This thing great. I didn't wake up feeling great, but I can make it better. But like, if like everything is on fire, you're the guy that's like, yo, I love this. We all have shit. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good day for that guy, dude. That's, good. that's a good day for that guy. Remember how happy he was no. in that movie, dude? He was stoked about it. I know, Paul. but then they point the finger at you, bro. I'm just saying. That's the real deal. Why am I so much louder than everyone else on the planet? You project, bro. I've been... Everybody's okay with it. I've talked to everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry to the listeners that I'm so entirely loud. Don't be sorry. <clears throat> it's cool. Next, coming to the stage. You, you project. That's why we have the mic pointing towards me. K-Boogie. Otherwise known as... We, we should do like a live podcast at the hub. I too much. Um, During why you say uh, noise pollution is a fucking major issue. Someone's oh, just talking it'd about be, it. On it'd Facebook. be great, but we could do like fifteen minutes, and then incorporate it at the end of one of ours. You gotta get one of the hand speakers and do it. That way, you could. You could isolate a little better because they have a little fucking double shield on it. These won't work. All we need is like a plug-in lapel to our phone to where I can voice memo. Okay, I'll let you run the fucking tech for sure. Yeah, for sure. I want to deal with that. (laughs) We just need need to voice memo. Like the whole deal is like a voice memo on your phone. It'll be horrible sound, but if we get it close enough to our face... Like we're just looking at, but maybe you could get some really good material. That's what I'm talking about. Like 15 minutes at the hub live, we're gonna get it. Jeremy and Lisa, forewarning, we're gonna just crash the party one day with no explicit consent from you to record in your facility, but we will forever advertise for free. Well, why would you be telling them this if you wanted to be sneaky? I'm not trying to be sneaky. I'm just telling them like there's no explicit <laughs> consent. Otherwise, you wouldn't be telling them. Not trying to be sneaky at all. I'm just telling them like forewarning. Forewarning, there'll be no forewarning. <laughs> How's that song go? That's a new song. We just not made even it up. a song. We just made it up. Did you? Yeah, we're at 43 minutes. And if you're not to work yet, Damn, your, your boss is really shitty. That's what I was telling you. I think we can get to an hour pretty easily if we both have a little bit of 
materials in us. Who the fuck is calling you right now? I don't know. I'm you not gonna get answering it. it. Wait, hold on. My bead, my spin. Hold on. All right, we got a phone call from our boy. And we had to like pause it and kind of come back to it. But that's cool. Our boy's doing good. It's good to hear from him. Everything's going good on his end. He was checking up on Clay Clizzo because Clay sometimes gets to the point where people are like, how's Clay doing? Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad that people will actually finally do that. That's great. You know, I want to let people know that I don't believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> that's a good clarity because I don't either. I also don't believe in the And if you do monster. believe in Bigfoot, make us believe. Make us believe, player. I just don't believe it. You know why? Because Cougar are out there. And Clizzo's been all over nah, the motherfucking mountains. You've been all over the mountains, but we've talked about this. Like Cougar are such an effective killing machine out in the woods. I, there there is, one I have zero belief that there's been this many thousands of years and not a one Cougar... Killed the fuck out of a fucking Sasquatch and left remnants somewhere in the mountains for some dumb hiker to find. It would have happened, period. Cougars, I've seen four of them. I've lived in the Cape. Cape Horn. I've lived in the Cape most of my life. Me, most people who listen know where I'm talking about. Bro, do you I say have, gay porn? I said gay porn three oh. times. <laughs> but my point was, okay. I have seen... Physically, a cougar. Okay. Four different times in my life, which is kind of incredible for anyone in the Pacific Northwest. They're like ninjas. Do you mean like the cat or the lady with the bleach blonde hair? The cat, the okay. killing machine mountain lion. Okay. One time we walked by one when we were 13. Mm-hmm. Two of us, luckily, there's two of us, so it didn't flex. We just kept walking. He was like, I'm faster Let than me you. Ask I you told my homeboy, I'm faster than you. And he said, I will trip you. <laughs> so did, we you just have a, did you have a gun? No. It was 13-year-olds. We were just walking. Thought it was a boxer dog. And then we got close enough to realize it was a cougar. And it had already backed into the darkness. And it was like, well, there's two of us. It's so you had to outrun your fatter friends? Is that we what didn't outrun nothing. We just okay. kept walking calmly. Because if you run... I don't know if you've been I, around. Yeah, no, I, know. I don't know if you've been around animals. If you, <laughs> but run, if the other one is behind you, you're, they're going to get was, hit first. That's why I was saying. You. I told my homeboy, I am faster than you. While we were walking calmly, so you did a smart thing. And you scared. walked backwards and no, put your hands no. up and made yourself look so bigger. It was or in someone's driveway. What? It was in someone's driveway, and when we were walking up to it, we were on the street. There was a cougar in somebody's driveway. Yeah, it was nighttime. It was like 11 a night or so. You must be going back in the Wayback Machine. You said you are 13, correct? Concrete. Okay. It was in Cape Horn. Cape yeah, Horn? we were walking by Gay Porn. So okay, we were walking yeah. by someone's driveway in Gay Porn. <laughs> and it looked like a boxer dog in silhouette form, like in the darkness with a street light and shit. And we got closer, and I re- we both realized it's a fucking cougar. But at that point, we're too close to the cougar to like run away or go the other way or any of that shit. And I the cougar you, and the cougar is already backed away into the darkness. Crazy shit used to happen in that. So place, man. you're 13. There's two of you. You already know there's two predators against one predator. He's probably not just going to attack you. As a hillbilly, I knew that. So we just kept walking. 
And as we were walking, I said to him, Carmen shout out to Carmen Sylvester. I said, yo, I'm faster than you. It's like a joke. Because we busted each other's balls. He's like, I will fucking trip you. (laughs) That was that. We both walked calmly. The whole way it didn't attack us and everything. There's two of us, like I said. That's good. But cougars are out there and they're fucking killing machines. They're the most dangerous animal that you could ever encounter in this area in the forest. They're silent if you're hiking alone. Pack a gun for that. I, I really... We mostly I, I just mostly have black bears. Like, if you get up close when, to Canada, When people get into the gun but, debate with me, it gets ended pretty quickly because it's always about... Look, I like dangerous. to hike. I like to hike around here. There's no reason why you would live here and not hike. One of the things you should do if you're hiking around here is pack heat. There's fucking cougars and bears. Bears you're gonna to hear. Always carry a gun. Bears you're gonna hear. Cougars go you place. won't. Uh, like your your pistol on your side is like your last form of defense. You're not even gonna hear the fucker. It's gonna be on your neck. Back in the Maybe day, you'll be able to get off a shot at it. Like that's my only hope. Betsy, dude. Dude, maybe you'll be able to get off a shot at it. Like that's the only hope. And if you see him, and you shoot at it, it's probably not gonna fuck with you. <laughs> you know, like if you actually see it. Come on. Okay, so even fighting a coo- like a full-grown cougar, fighting it with a knife, that's would still be suicide. entirely chance challenging suicide and so what they say is that if you go into the woods and say even if only you have a nine millimeter not a 40 or whatever any kind of weapon will help you want to make sure that you do not have hollow tips inside of your magazine because it's going to be harder to crack through any of the skulls or the different well breach the animal to kill a cougar hollow tips are I don't necessarily give a fuck if I kill the cougar. I just want to scare it the fuck away. No, I'm thinking about a bear more. I mean, a bear. Well, a cougar is gonna be easy. They got a soft underside. Aren't quite as aggressive as cougars, dude. Honestly, like black bears have never bothered me in the forest. Bears are really not that aggressive. I'll agree with you. Grizzly bears for sure, but we don't have them here. Yeah, just snort But bears we do have here, like, they're really not that aggressive. They're trying to fucking eat and be a bear. <clears throat> Cougars, though, are pretty fucking territorial. If they're with their cubs, they can be quite dangerous. But Cubs are not. They usually just run off. They got even. their 100 yeah. mile range, and if they yeah. think your piss smells offensive, yeah. you're usually, fucking. Hey, I'll go somewhere you're else. You're a mark. Like, they're usually pretty cool about it. Uh, bears are cool. I'm cool with bears, but the cougars are really. But you still want to have a gun just in case the bear is not cool with you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's all. You're not. Saying. You're not gonna hey, talk it out with I'm a fucking bear player. I just like we were talking cool. about like, selfies. Like be cool. You ain't talking animals. it out. You're not gonna talk it out with a bear. We. I can commune with nature. Just don't fuck with me or I'll blast your ass. Bears really don't care what you identify as, dude. No, nor do I care what the bear Bears identifies. Don't as. identify as nothing but a bear. <laughs> I try to identify as your mule or someone you can fuck out. Ever uh, could even explain to a bear track. like what do you identify as? That's you, why, like, what do you think a bear would say? Centuries that humans have conquered. The if fucking you think animals. a bear would ever 
compute words. What do you think a bear would say if you say, what do you identify as? It would just be like, uh, food, I want to tell you something. Food eater. <laughs> Dude. Food eater. I, I want to say food. this. Bears are actually pretty cool. Like, you could become friends with any animal, bro, if you like. You could. You know what I'm saying? I like, couldn't. I'm not. But it's mostly enough. rushes the rushes. I'm not happy enough, dude. Killing that training bears and shit. Like, in like <laughs> I don't even understand why they're Russia so good puts at it. skates on them and shit. But it's like, it's it's like anything. Like you could befriend any animal. Like there was one time I was I don't feeding think the, the Russians and they hold were on, hold on. Yeah. I don't think the Russians are befriending those bears. What do you mean? I mean, like you, I said training. I didn't say befriending. You said training, and then the next thing you said was befriending. Well, like, I'm, I'm kind of the Russians are not befriending those bears. They're <laughs> fucking enslaving those bears. They have them on roller skates made for human beings. I, get it, I, get it. I don't mean it like in the circus. I'm talking about like the random okay. Russian dudes that hang out with bears. Okay, bro. okay, okay. I'm not like talking like oh the you know under circus bears are fucked off in Russia, dude. Talk about the weird shit where the one guy had the bear in his fucking car, blow the horn, and fucking, yeah, I don't know. You got bear friends in Russia? I, I wish this was a video so I could show people this shit. That's what I'm saying. We gotta get on video. You can look it up. They can look it up. Look up bear in the truck. Just, that's what I'm saying. It's like no one could train a bear like some random drunken Russian guy. They were good at training. I would never, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Russians don't fuck around. But yeah, the bears are nothing. The cat, the cats could get you. Cats um, are it's, murderous. It's rare dude. to have a cat attack like that on a human. Yeah, but it's very dude. rare. But it's still very possible. And the thing about a cat is that, like, a bear, you will always see it and hear it. Oh. it'll crack the yeah, branches. Me, you ain't gonna and, hear a cat when you're. Yeah, it'll right? just be looking at you the whole time. It'll be in a you. fucking tree, waiting to pounce on your neck. Yeah, so bring a gun. This podcast is brought to you by guns. Kalishnikov. <laughs> AK-47. Kalishnikov, dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> half of the fucking world has a holiday for the guy. Half of the world has a holiday for the man named Kalishnikov. Just I didn't so you know, know that, but that's dope. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. There is an entire holiday in Russia, in the whole USSR, really. That's celebrated. We should go to that holiday. For the man, Kalichnikov. It's his day. It's like Martin Luther King Day here. It is like the only... That is the... (laughs) That is the greatest metaphor for the Kalichnikov Day in the USSR area. And us in America. It's It's like their Martin Luther King Day. Like We have a saying in America of... God made man, Samuel Colt made him equal. Right? Because I have a nice little comedy skit on that. And it is that this is like throughout history, little guys like myself would acquire things. And then big, humongous guys like John Anderson, shout out to John Anderson, would roll into your house and be like, this is my shit and just take it from you. Not and for real, man. You for were real. like, Subject to like he just took my shit, but he was so humongous that what the fuck are you gonna do about it? And now hey, it's your man. shit, right? Until a man named Samuel Colt had a little metal shop, <laughs> and somebody came in his house and took his shit, and he was over with it. He was done with it. 
and he invented a pistol <laughs> that repeated, and he could just bust caps and big men who tried to take his shit. So anyway, there goes the saying: God made man. Samuel Colt made him equal. When I was going to middle school, one of my best friends, he's one of my best friends now, and I hadn't seen him for years, and you know, I'm, I won't say his name, but shout out to that guy anyways. <clears throat> Used to pick me up by my ankles and <laughs> shake the chains out of my pocket. Literally, I was so tiny, man. I was so tiny. It says. Everyone, the people used to steal my lunch, all that shit. All that shit that people talk about in movies that never happens to anybody having me. <laughs> So I'm sorry to laugh. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Like we we started playing checkers instead of chess, but it was just because I was so small when I was a kid. Like he's like really my friend, but they would they would pick me up by the ankle, shake my change out my pocket. So I was like, man, I, I'm gonna have to start talking to people that are bigger than me that are talking to other. You gotta people make friends with big folks that are. Bigger than me. You gotta make friends with big folks, dude. Yeah. That's the thing. If you got big folks out there, you'd be nice to them. <laughs> you know big folks. You'd be nice. I've always made friends with most anybody I got around with. If you're good people, I, I feel like we should be friends. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get the whole... Like we was talking about earlier, like a rising boat, a rising tide lifts all boats. Okay, wait. I, so I don't explain get... Explain that to me. A ri- it's a, it's a I get far that. eastern saying. Of a, a rising tide lifts all boats. What does it mean? It means when things are good for everybody, they're good for everybody. Ah, yeah. It means it's in everybody's advantage to, that make, makes sense to make the that. tide rise yeah. all together. As opposed to trying to sink that's your a fellow cool man's I like boat. That saying. Yeah. That's a that's a technically is like probably a communist let quote. The, but let the tide rise for everybody. But it, the thing yeah. is, is like it's just a feast or famine mentality. Those are two things, right? It's a feast mentality means there's plenty to eat, and you should support everyone to help them eat. You know, the famine it, mentality is there's not enough to eat, so I better get mine. No one else can have any. I've always like been like that. Like, and it becomes a combative. The famine mentality is very combative. Like raised up on some Tupac shit. I was always a tactician. But at the end of the day, you're just ashes and dust, bro. Like, like. If, Changes the choices, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got to think what about. What can you leave behind? Well, and you also got to think about the value of your friendships and family at all times. Like, a lot of people don't think about the actual value of their friendships around them as actual value. They think about it as, like, cool, it's love and everything like that. And it is. Yeah, it has but... value, but it also has, like, tangible value of, like, support. In the things you're doing is is really priceless. Yes. Just like emotional, mental, just like support in general is really priceless. And anything you're doing, and that's why, like, I love that people are listening to this when I see them. They're very supportive. I really gotta say shout out to you. It, it helps a lot. Shout like, out to the real support ones. in anything you're doing, and that's where, like, I don't care what your kids are into. You better support them. 
even if you weren't into it. Like, support them, man. They just want the support. They're going to figure out if they like it or not. They probably won't. It's okay. But they need your support, you know. Be there for them. Support them. Love them. I know you are loving them, but sometimes people have a hard time supporting things they weren't all about. Go ahead and support it, dude. They're probably not going to be into it for that long. It's cool. They're going to remember if you supported it or not. You know, they're going to remember. Kids got good fucking memories, man. We're getting older. Our memories suck now. <laughs> like mine does. You're like, what was that happened last week? My Dude, phone bro, remembers. I can't even remember what happened five minutes ago. I take pictures of all that life. shit. My phone remembers where I was at. I let my phone track me. You know why I let my phone track me? So if anyone's ever like, you murdered this So you can figure out where you're at Dude, you yeah. can't find if yourself. If someone's like, you did this thing. Like, nah, fool, my Google Maps said I was not even near there. And what jury or judge is going to think that you just went somewhere without your phone on purpose? No one goes anywhere without their fucking phone. I used to go everywhere that people didn't go before they didn't go there. They thought you were cool, huh? (laughs) Yeah, just so that people know he shook his head yes. He shook his head yes. I was the first one here. That shit for it didn't happen. Nobody was the first one there. People have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. And they got there the... and they're like, oof, a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. What did they say? I forgot. It's one of my favorite jokes that old people <laughs> tell all the time when people talk about sex and stuff. With old, people. <laughs> old people will tell you stories where you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> you did what? With how many people? And then they look at you and they're like, yeah, every generation thinks they invented fucking. <laughs> thousands of years. <laughs> every Two generation thinks they invented it. of years. They've been doing this crazy shit to people's buttholes and shit forever. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing it since you could think of it. We think we thought of it. It's just now on Pornhub is all. This podcast is brought to you by weird kinky shit people are into. You never know. They're into kinky shit. Podcast brought to you by your mom because she's into it. <laughs> she's into it. Like I was into it. I was just trying to leave an opening. Like, oh uh, shit, it's on. <laughs> All right, I guess we should close it out. We're into an yeah. hour now. We're we give them a double extended version here. Shout out to the players who are listening. This was the Clay Boogie Podcast. The fourth. May the fourth be with you, fuckers. <laughs>